right, so here we are, a special after-show podcast. September the 17th, the day after the ACM Awards last night. We talked about that on the main show, on the radio show this morning. and It was kind of a show. I, I looked forward to it. I was afraid I was going to miss it because mm-hmm. we were out. It was like yep. 6.30. I forgot to set the DVR, so we had to rush home. What was your takeaway? Um, my takeaway, I loved, let's see, I loved the Pink and Keith Urban performances. I love when genres mix, mm-hmm. especially with country. I love that. So that was my favorite performance. Um, I really liked... Carrie, Carrie Underwood always has the best vocals, but it's like, I feel like she's the best vocal every time. So it's just like, let's just put her over here. She's always the best. Let's talk yeah. about everybody else. No, I get that. You know? And she was really good. She looked really pretty. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was really weird. I was really disappointed at the end of the show. The whole idea of there being a tie for Entertainer of yeah. the Year. I think you have people that get all excited mm-hmm. about it and people try to guess who they think is going to win. And then there's no winner. And like both people who won are great, and I would have been happy for either of them yes. if they won on their own. Uh-huh. But the idea that they have to share it, I think it's kind of weak if they have to share it. Yes. And it's kind of weak that next year, hey, here are the two entertainers of the year. Yeah, I don't like it at all. Yeah. It just seemed like it was like, it's, didn't it seem like it ended flat? You were unsatisfied. Like, yeah. wait a minute. Uh, that was the last, I almost wish they would have done like male and female artist of the year after that yeah. one or something i don't know or but a yeah. big performance like pink and keith urban at that point right yeah like end on the high note mm-hmm. you ended on this really weird like everybody was wondering why they ended like that and i cannot say enough how talented keith urban is like the just being a musician yeah. but i i just don't know if he was the best to be up there to host it because he seemed to me like he wasn't in his element. When he's up there performing, oh, yeah. he's on it, shredding his guitar on the piano. He is in his element. Like he, you can see his confidence, but he seemed a little bit like, am I doing this right, guys? It's kind of to me. Like yeah, he wasn't I as, um, I don't know. I think there could have been somebody better that would have felt more, uh, I don't know. Carrie's done it so many times, obviously. Well, yeah, she normally does the other one, though. But not maybe not even a singer that does it. I think it should be an outside person that comes in that somehow is tied to country some way and. Whatever. That, that puts a lot on him. He no. had to perform a lot, you know. And yeah, he performed with uh, Mickey Guyton, too. He played the piano. Yeah, and host. That's a lot. Well, and the weirdest part was, I think it was pretty obvious that they recorded at different times yeah. around the city of mm-hmm. Nashville. Uh, and the fact that there was nobody in the audience to kind of give him the energy or, or laugh at a joke. And he really didn't even tackle jokes, you know. So essentially, he was probably given a script. And it was like, okay, yeah. Keith, do it. Okay, now do this part. Now, Keith, do this part. Right. And I don't know. I think a lot of those stage performers, they're used to performing for an audience and getting that feedback. It's almost like, from my perspective, if I went out, like I could have a wrestling match in front of thousands of people and feel like I'm in my element. But if it's just me and a guy and it's a cold gym and there's no fans there Uh. cheering, it's awful and everything hurts more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And maybe it was kind of like that for Keith Urban too. Like, you know, what kind of feedback are you going to get? Yeah, it has to be. I did see Kelsey Ballerini. She talked about her performance of Hole in the Bottle. And she said that it was very weird because at the end of the song, you know, it's like you end big and you hit your kind of pose, kind of like the out pose. And then there was no response. (laughs) Yeah. And you're kind of like, man, was that good or not? Yeah. She said that was kind of unnerving for her. It was funny too. Maren Morris got up to um, accept her award. um, Mm -hmm. And she was like, it's so weird thanking no one. Like she looked out at the audience and uh, I guess, you know, she's thanking people on TV, but she was just like, this is so weird. And I watched that deal the other night with Alabama, the Camping World Mm -hmm. series with Alabama. And they performed for like an hour and a half, but you could tell 
that they were doing their stage show as if there was a crowd. Yeah. Because like even at one point, Randy Owens like, oh, everybody, and there's nobody there. Yeah, that's how I felt with Eric Church too. I felt like he was like, I just felt he got really into it. No, he, he did. Was, yeah. That song is uh, "Stick That in Your Country." Song is very much one of those. Hey, I want to make a statement yeah. about where we are as a nation and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like Eric Church. I'm a big Eric Church fan. I'm a big fan of Luke Combs right now. I thought he was really he good. He was awesome. I was asking Kai because Kai came in to watch the awards with us. And I always like to ask him, hey, who do you think is going to win this one? And Entertainer of the Year, he said Luke Combs. Yeah. He thought uh-huh. Luke Combs was going to win it. So uh, the performance of Kane Brown and him doing Worldwide Beautiful in that setting with the choir mm-hmm. up there. I mean, you know, he in that moment, I was like, and I had this vision of Michael Jackson and some of those statement Michael Jackson songs where he was trying to you know, fight injustice mm-hmm. through music. Yeah. I really thought Worldwide Beautiful was maybe a moment like that for Kane yeah. Brown. We'll see if it kind mm-hmm. of sticks. A lot of people are saying Mickey Guyton's performance was kind of yeah, one of those she, moments. Yes. Keith Urban played the the piano for her and she sang and and basically it's it's a song uh to girls. Yeah. Um like how am I gonna raise my daughter in all this? What am I gonna tell my daughter yeah. with all this? It's because really you've been told you're gonna be able to be equal and in yeah. some cases you're not treated equal. Uh, and that song's called, What Are You Going to Tell Her? Uh, Taylor Swift did Betty, my wife, when she saw Taylor. She said, oh, my gosh, she's looking more like her mother, like in her face. Oh, yeah. You know who else she told me was a lookalike? And I was really shocked at this because I hadn't seen it. But once I saw it, I could not see it. Uh, I think his name's Matthew Ramsey from Old Dominion, mm-hmm. the lead singer. Have you ever looked at him and thought, oh, I think that's somebody else? I don't think so. Pull up a picture of okay. him. Do Matthew Ramsey, Old Dominion. And then I'm going to tell you who my wife mentioned. Okay. And when you hear it, tell me if you see it. Okay. Can you put me on pause? Put you on. What do you mean put you on pause? Matthew this is the Ramsey. after show. Okay. Old Dominion. Got it. Okay. Let me see what picture you use so I can see if All it right, kind of works. <clears throat> Let's go with this one. Okay. That one. My wife says every time she sees him, she sees Adam Sandler. Maybe a little bit. I see that. You see it? Yeah. So, uh, what else was on there last night? We had Marin. We had Dan. Like, Dan and Shay, to me, Shay Mooney's vocals mm-hmm. are so ridiculous. And, and he's so effortless. Like, he, it's like he yeah. doesn't even try in that, that voice. Mm. No, I, think he could, I think he could walk in here right now with no prep mm-hmm. and just sound like I know. Uh, who else was there? Thomas Oh, right Blake, and, Blake and Gwen. Yeah, that was cute. That was always, they're always cute. I want to go to the Bluebird. I've never been to the Bluebird, but mm-hmm. that's where a lot of those artists will go, you know, when they're trying to get their break and they think that maybe some record executive is yeah. going to be sitting in there and they're going to be spotted at the Bluebird. Mm-hmm. So I've never been to downtown Nashville to Broadway at night. I've only been really? during the daytime. Yeah. Because I'm sometimes scared of alleys. I get it. But typically Broadway <laughs> is pretty busy. Right? No, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, but it's the same thing with like, you know, Beale Street. Yeah. No, I get it. You know, it's like, you know, it's cool to be on the street and then like, but you have to get back to your car. Yeah. That's where for a long time I didn't want to go to concerts because I was always afraid. Yeah, to go back to the car because it yeah. was like a trek. Yeah, it was a trek and sometimes you didn't know the area. That's one area where like the city of Jonesboro and First National Bank Arena, it feels pretty safe. Yeah, it does. You know, but it's all kind of close. Uh, what else is happening in our lives right now? We're still in the moving process. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's like from today, like 15 days or something. That's not bad. So we're pretty y'all excited. gotten most of the stuff pretty much done. Yeah, we're still loading on a daily basis. Like we, we took down beds last night, bed frames. So our sleep number bed is just on the sleep number platform. Like the oh, whole headboard's yeah. gone and all mm-hmm. that. 
and which was a great idea to get it in early into the Go Mini deal that we have. The bad idea was I had nothing to lean my head up on when I was going to watch TV in bed. Oh, so you have to get like a bunch of pillows. Yeah. yeah. Because like I would, I would always lean into yeah. the headboard. Mm-hmm. And that was gone. We walked into our new house. And um, I've told you before, <laughs> this might sound negative. I'm going to say it because okay. it's the after show. And I, I probably wouldn't say it on the air, I don't think. But depending on my mood on the day. Sometimes girl talk gets on my nerves. I get it. Give me girl talk. Like the girl talk I'm talking about. Did you hear about Wendy? Like her husband said like that. Like that. But yeah. give me the excited girl talk. Like you're, you've just seen a friend you haven't seen. Oh my gosh. It's that. so good to talk to you. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. It's been so long. <laughs> I hate that. So every time I hear Leslie do that, I want to dig a hole. Yeah. And I'm not sure if it's for me or for her. <laughs> hey, could you go in that hole and do that talking like that? Are you just mad maybe because you don't get that no, from I never her? Get that. I never get that. Oh, did you ever? No, I don't think so. <laughs> maybe early. But we walked into the new house and, you know, they're finishing up some stuff for us. And the refrigerator was there. And she did that over a refrigerator. I get it. When you get Give a new appliance. Me. Oh, my gosh. Our refrigerator. <laughs> It's here. Look, it's so. So, how do you think I react to that? You just look at her like, shut up. (laughs) Like you do when I get excited about stuff. (laughs) It's not, but I mean, let's just be. I know what you mean. Because I know what you're going to say. Like, I'm not going to walk in and be like, oh my gosh, look at the microwave. Like, you have won something on Oprah. It just seems like it's fake. Well, my husband, if I did that, uh, he would be like, what are you doing? Right. He would Just call me out for it. Just be normal. That's all I want is for people to be normal around me. <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry. What's happening in your life? Gosh. You've kind of been, you've, we do a deal on the show where um, we have content that we kind of dub as a relatable. And the idea behind a relatable, the way that we kind of think about it is it's something on the show that's a story about our lives, but that relates, that can be relatable to the audience as well. So if somebody's listening, they can say, oh my gosh, I have felt that. I've been through mm-hmm. something similar. And that's kind of one of the filters we use for the content that's going to make the show. So a lot of times I used to always say to Kelly, hey, do you have anything relatable? Do you have a relatable? And I've stopped saying that. You can ask my husband how many times a night I'm like, <sighs> do we have anything that happened today that's relatable that I can actually talk about on the air? Because sometimes stuff happens that I really can't talk about on the air. Like whether it's business, just stuff you like yeah. most people can't share. It's nothing major. Well, I'll share it all. Yeah, well. Um, but we've just been, we've been really busy. We opened a new um, store called the Comic Ninja. It's comics, collectibles, and cool stuff. Yep. And so we've been busy with that. And we're, we still have our um, karate program. So we're busy with that. Um, but a lot has changed since all this pandemic has hit. So, you know, people that own their own businesses are having to think outside of the box and hustle. And we are one of those couples that yeah. are having to hustle. So um, just a lot going on for us. So nothing has really we're, pr- we're pretty busy, I guess. No. And I think, you know, sometimes we lose track of the fact that other people are going through the pandemic and dealing with it differently mm-hmm. because some people, you know, haven't been affected a lot. Some people have been affected drastically. Yeah. Some people have dealt with the sickness and 
It's just weird. All of it's so weird. The time is weird. It is. And I feel sorry for my kids right now, too. Like, I have a lot of sadness for my kids right now. Everybody's kids. And I I mean, like, college kids. I mean, high school kids, junior high kids. Because I had such a... I loved my childhood. I loved growing up in junior high and high school. I liked it. Um, I had my moments, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I feel sorry for my kids not getting to experience some of the stuff that I did, like proms and, and graduations. And some of that stuff, a lot of our kids are not going to get to experience that. And they'll hear about it and they'll talk about it and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm just ready for everything to get back to normal for everybody. And not just kids, just adults. You can see sadness in people's faces. They miss people. People are lonely. They need hugs and and attention and I, I think that I'm just ready for all this to be over for that for the emotional mental part of it for people I think there's a lot of sad people and I want to hug them and we're not allowed to no you know what I'm saying yeah you've been warned about that oh shut up <clears throat> so uh we talked to Dr. Shane Spites he's the dean of the NYT college at Arkansas State and he's become like our our Wednesday contributor kind of talking about COVID and how we're dealing with it and the status of Arkansas and all that so we talked to him on the show yesterday, and in talking to him, I said, hey, man, uh, you know, we all hope this will be over by now. And he's like, no, it's going to ramp up in October, November, December. They're saying to hunker down, it's going to probably be bad, mm-hmm. you know, where it's going to be rampant. And then the idea that people aren't, out, <clears throat> aren't outside as much, that more people have the chance to get it because we're cooped up indoors. And, and I'm like, so do you think we're going to still be dealing with this next summer? And I was really hoping he was going to tell me, no, once the vaccine comes out, it's going to be done. But he's like, no, we'll still be dealing with this in the summer of next year. Because in like they said, there's there's a, a different alternate strain. Mm-hmm. You know, something else could develop by then, by, by next year. Right. Um, well, I, yeah. was, I was telling my wife about the vaccine because the idea is, okay, the vaccine comes out. Let's say it comes out in January. And we asked Dr. Spites this, is there going to be enough for everybody? And the answer is no. Mm-hmm. So the first people who are going to get it are the elderly who have underlying conditions mm-hmm. and people who are fighting other illnesses that are more severe, compromised people, et cetera. So if you're relatively healthy, you're probably not going to get that in the first part of the spring. Right. So I don't know. It's just such a, it is a weird time. Yeah. And we're all trying to figure it out mm-hmm. and navigate it. Mm-hmm. And it's affected, even like when you look at the NFL, I was reading a thing that the Dallas Cowboys, uh, because they're not able to have their game in a stadium, uh, at this point, they haven't had fans in there. They're losing, I think it was something like $77 million a game Jeez. without fans in the stadium. Wow. Uh, the most loss of any franchise in entertainment or sports is the Dallas Cowboys. So the NFL is trying to find ways to get people back into the stadiums. Wow. You know, but how are you going to do that? Yeah, I And know. you've seen, you know, you see events where people are socially distant. Mm-hmm. You've seen those, like in Europe, they do those pods where it was essentially like, did you see those, those little... They almost look like little bu- like little bubbles. Yeah. But that's what they were doing for concerts over there. You know, I don't know. It's it's a weird time. I was going through, let's see if there's anything else we need to uh, tackle as we get ready to wrap up today's after show. We did get a good response for the after show. Uh, people just said, hey, it's kind of different. And, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so we'll do some from time to time. Uh, some of the other stories we didn't touch on today. Sharon Stone said that uh, she never thought she was sexy. She's beautiful. She's 62 now, and she says she has saggy boobs at the age of 62, <laughs> and guys still hit on her. Uh, you've mentioned to me OnlyFans in the past. That Tyga is... has joined OnlyFans. <laughs> yes, OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. What? Tell me about it. What is that? Uh, you were telling me it's a website where you can go and, and post stuff where people pay for it. Hmm. 
Did you, did you decide you were going <laughs> to so launch stupid. That, no, launch I'm not launching cash. that. Well, you said you had opened up a side business. <laughs> I might have mentioned it just in some trying times, but it's not going to happen. Yeah, and it wasn't only fans that Kelly mentioned. She mentioned don't. She mentioned that she was thinking about starting up <laughs> fans only. She's going to launch a whole new freaking website. She ain't just going to become a member and start an account. She's changing the whole game. <laughs> I don't like uh, you. Any hits on that yet? Yeah, several. Like I cannot, I cannot stay on my computer enough to accept all the hits. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <clears throat> PlayStation Five comes out. Pre-orders. Oh, I'm sure are, my husband already has it. Yeah, that's the reason you're having a karate tournament this right, weekend. Yeah, is to that's pay, it. Is to pay for the PlayStation Five. <laughs> no, that's not right. But all right, I think we should go. Okay. All right, after show out. See, that's the deal. I don't know how to end the after show. Give me an idea. I love all of you. Why'd you look at me weird? I do love them. No, I, I I love all of our dear listeners. No. And I've noticed, let's go ahead and let's be I'll pull the curtain back here. There has been a big, huge, ridiculous spike in podcast listeners, and we can't figure out why. Like, because it's the same. I mean, you know, we think it's Maybe good. Maybe you but. should tell them why we're nervous about it. I, I thought maybe we uploaded something wrong. <laughs> You were like, <laughs> or our stats were wrong because I looked at the numbers and I'm like, wait a minute, that can't be right. Yeah, it was such a significant jump, jump from one day to the next. So then I thought it was just some anomaly and that couldn't be real. Mm -hmm. But there's even more people who listen to yesterday's show. <laughs> what is it? I'm like, have they taken us off the radio and we don't know it? Maybe. And the so. only way people can hear us is through the podcast. Hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna go home today and try to be more like Kane Brown. So. Good luck with that. Why is that funny to you? You know what? I am going to go home and <laughs> who could I be? <laughs> I'm going to be try. I'm going to try to be more Jenna like Jameson. Reba McIntyre. All right. We're both going to have to stretch for Jenna that one. Jameson, you're such a weirdo. I didn't say who that. Is that. I said Jenna Dewan. Oh. You said Jenna Jameson. No, you did first. People can rewind it. <laughs> Don't you be putting that on me. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time I've heard that. <laughs> Take it back. Not from you. Goodbye. <laughs>